Hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Story or Two with your host, Sid Leilani. So like I said in the last episode, I wanted to involve music in the beginning. It felt like something was missing for some reason. So I don't know if that's going to be the song I'm going to keep. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it longer. Um, But yeah, we're going to ride the journey and see how it goes. So I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, It's evening right now for me. I don't know when you guys will be watching this, listening to it. I'm also live right now. So hi to you guys. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. And life is going great. So today's episode, this topic is going to be called Sincerely Me. And I love, you know, my little topic, you know, titles. It's very, in my opinion, unique. Uh, Sincerely Me. I wanted to call it Sincerely Me simply because I want to let you guys get to know me a little bit more. And understand my background and how I'm slowly becoming the person I am today. Okay, you guys ready? Let's dive in. So, today's story is going to just be based off of my journey with my speech impairment issue. Ever since a young kid, probably since birth, um, I had a speech impairment issue. I wasn't able to say certain words. Um, I I I don't think I would stutter. I'm probably doing it now. (laughs) Um, I won't say I stuttered, but I wasn't able to formulate certain words and or they simply wouldn't I would think I was saying the word correctly but it obviously wasn't coming out correctly my mom told me a few years ago uh this story and how I was in this restaurant my whole family were in this restaurant in Carson California and um the waiter came over and asked me what my name was and I proudly said Cece And everyone looked at me confused. And, you know, I probably was confused as well. And my grandfather was like, what's your name? And I was like, Cece. And he was like, your name's Cece now? And I was like, no, 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 no. My name is Cece. And he was like, your name is Cece. And we kept going back and forth. But my two-year-old self, or however old I was under two, I didn't understand that. I wasn't saying my name correctly, Sydney. And every time I would think I was saying it, and it would, you know, go in my head saying, hey, I'm saying Sydney correctly, it was simply coming out as Cece. As, you know, I grew up, my grandfather called me Cece and, you know, still annoyed me. Um, I would, you know, question him like, hey, why are you calling me this? Because I didn't remember that incident. And he's like, you know what, Cece, it's okay. And as I grew older, I just accepted the nickname. Um, I had so many nicknames. But Cece was just, like, the strangest. Like, that's nowhere near my name. Like, how does Cece come from Sydney? Um, yeah. But, you know, that was one of the the earliest moments, you know, was a realization about my speech impairment issue. When I was in school, um preschool everyone thought it was cute you know little kid who you know struggles to say some words you know oh she's adorable she's gonna grow out of it but once I hit elementary school things got rough when you know the teacher would call out and say you know hey can you read uh 
you know, I I was always, I won't say prideful, but, you know, I always had, you know, I don't even, what is that word? I won't say, okay, well, we're going to use prideful. You know, I'm, you know, I was always proud to talk, you know, I love using my voice. Um, I love talking. So when I would, when I started reading this book in front of the whole class, I wasn't saying any of the words correctly, or I simply couldn't just say the words at all. I was just stop like, hey, uh, uh, what's this word? Can you pronounce it again and again and again and again? And this, the students, my classmates, they began to bully me because of it. Uh, they hate it when I read, and, you know, and it gave me the the illusion, hey, I can't read. And maybe I couldn't. <laughs> maybe, you know, reading wasn't meant for me. Um, but as, you know, from kindergarten to maybe second grade, I just had a strong hatred. Of course, I would go at home and practice, but doing it in front of other students, in front of the uh, this teacher, it was just, you know, embarrassment. It's like, oh, dang, I can't do it. I remember in the second grade, my teacher, she asked me to read, and all the students were like, why her? I asked the same thing, why me? <laughs> um, but she was like, no, everyone has to read. She's going to read. And so I began to read, and uh, I would ask her. You know, I wasn't scared to ask for help. Um, I was like, hey, what's this word? And it winded up being every word I was asking for help with. And she started laughing at me. And just imagine, you know, little seven-year-old Sydney in second grade and her teacher just laughing at her um, about her not being able to say certain words. It was hurtful. So I went home and, I, you know, I cried for a bit. You know, it, it hurt my soul. You know, dang, you know, out of all the people in the world, the teacher is supposed to be, you know, the one that's supposed to help me. I told my mom the incident. My mom got all aggravated and upset. She had a reason to. You know, the teacher is supposed to be there to help. Um, and so I think after that, the teacher didn't let me. Or I, was, I didn't have to read it anymore, which was, you know, great. Third grade hit, I went to public school. So all my life I was in private school except two incidents, which was third grade and sixth grade. So third grade, I went to public school. And man, oh man, that was a journey of its own. With me not being able to read on um, a third grader level, or I was able mentally, you know, in my head, I can do it. Um, I would say the words correctly in my head, but aloud, I couldn't say it. So the illusion was, or what was presented, I couldn't read. So the teacher wanted to put me in special ed classes. And my mom disagreed, you know. You know, she had her own beliefs upon it. And, you know, I didn't go to special ed classes. And the students um, at my school or at that school, um, the special ed classes were really tended or, uh, for the disabilities. Uh, those who had strong disabilities. Um, I think that's the best way to say it. <laughs> and, you know, for me to be there, you know, maybe it was going to ruin my self-esteem. Maybe it was going to put me in a bubble that I was already in, just deeper in. So I didn't go to special ed classes. 
and there's nothing wrong with you know you know i'm gonna just put that out there now seeking help you know seek help if you have issues you know don't ever stop on that don't ever you know if you need help seek it um and so third grade um public school is a different story um i would read in class yet the teachers were more um helpful they knew everyone came from different backgrounds um uh, different households not everyone had a two-parent household so they were more you know easy okay i'll help you with this word they were so annoyed, of course. Dang, of course. <laughs> um, but, you know, they were more helpful. I remember having a substitute. My teacher went on jury duty. And my substitute teacher, we had a few substitutes, but this teacher specifically, he knew I had an issue. But instead of making fun of me, instead of putting me in this bubble, shielding me, um, from everyone else he helped me in front of everyone and he kind of you know created a light to the other kids saying you know just because she's struggling to talk doesn't mean she you know that's limiting her and he you know allowed us to have talent shows in the class and that's when I was able to shine in a different way which was you know real cool um Growing up, you know, I hated books. You know, if I couldn't read in class, you know, going home and having that low self-esteem of not being able to read in class, you know, why would I go home and do it, you know? So my grandmother put me on audiobooks, which was helpful. You know, I was able to listen to people talk, and that's how I was raised, off of audiobooks. Um, but just reading itself, it was just I had a strong hatred against it. I never thought I can excel in English. I never thought, you know, writing was going to be a skill that I was, that I would inherit, you know, something very strange, um, you know, and, you know, I just thought I was just going to be a failure in the English category. Um, yeah, I remember when I was seven years old or eight years old now, um, it was the summer, and my mother, she she was asking me and my brother some questions. And she was like, hey, do you know how to say your middle name, Leilani? And I was like, uh, yeah, of course I know how to say my middle name. But I couldn't. But I didn't know that. Um, and so I would start pronouncing the word, and I couldn't say it. So I think that's when my mom, uh, you know, finally you know, saw like, hey, you know, my daughter, she she's struggling. So my, you know, I don't know if you guys had book fairs at your guys' schools um, where um, the libraries or online bookstores would, you know, donate a whole bunch of books and your parents would buy them um, for their kids. My mother started buying a whole bunch of books. And literally I'll order from the whole magazine. It'll probably be a four- page magazine and I'll buy a whole bunch of books no one I hated the books but I wanted to try you know I, I never give up in life um and so I would buy a whole bunch of books I would try to read them get aggravated and then set on the next book you know maybe the next book would be easier that book wasn't easier so I'll start on the next one but with my mom buying all those books and with me constantly going through each and every one of them I was able to build a library 
and you know i'm thankful for that library through um little book fairs my mom wound up buying this book called or and the author was mary oh what is her name her name is mary uh, i know her first name uh but she wrote this book called polar bear past bedtime and she had a whole series um of books and so she bought this book my mom and, you know, I, I thought it was going to be simply one of those books. I pushed it aside and put it into my library. You know, I had a cute library. It was a whole bunch of books. You know, it looked like I um, I love to read. You know, if I show, if I presented that I can read, of course, um, it would eventually come along. Um, and so she bought this book. I opened it. Um, the first few words, I couldn't do it. So... I went into my library, started collecting dust. The next year, fourth grade, um, and of course, you know, as I'm growing older, I'm um, becoming more fluent um, in speaking. It's obviously getting better. You know, me and my mom are, you know, I'm sitting in the mirror talking to myself, making sure my words are coming out correctly. Um, my mom helped me with that, so I'm not trying to disregard that. Um, but just to keep things fast forward. Um, so yeah, fourth grade happened. And um, my teacher, uh, she's one of my favorite teachers, Miss Gibbons. Um, she wanted us to do a book report. And uh, my, my mom, she, she goes all out, you know, hence buying all those books. And she was like, okay, you know, with this book fair, our book report, we're going to make a book and pass them out to all the kids because we have to present the, the book report. And so my, me and my mom stood up all night one day and we made books um, of this book I read. And, you know, it was one of, I started reading the book, of course, um, couldn't go through. So my mom read the book for me. Uh, my grandmother bought the audio books. So I was listening to it, but I couldn't personally read it by myself. And I thought, you know, that was strange. And so uh, my teacher, she, she knew I had an issue. So she picked up this book by Mary, and it was Polar Bear Past Bedtime. And it was in her library at school. And I was like, you know, I read this you know, book before, I told her. And she was like, you know, why don't you practice on this book? Take it home, bring it back, and tell me how you like it. I was like, I read the book before. I, I do like it. I was just fronting, you know. And she was like, no, no, no. Still take it home. You can write your name in the book if you want to. Um, but just practice word by word. So I took the book home. Um, and I practiced word by word. And suddenly enough, I was sitting in the mirror talking to myself or reading to myself um, the pages. And page after page um we had another book report happening so we my mom me and my mom we made a whole nother book to pass out to the kids they were very cute i'm gonna do that to my kids um side note <laughs> um yeah so we um i read the book and it might, probably took me maybe two weeks to read it it's very it's like probably 95 pages if i can recall and yeah so i read the book and once I finished the book, 
uh, it took so, you know, I was so proud of myself. I was like, wow, I can finally read, you know? And it wasn't, again, I can, I was growing up, I was able to start saying certain words, um, but I still struggled um, with a whole bunch of words. And yeah, so once I finally finished the book, you know, I was like, mom, 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 I finished the book. She was like, congratulations, baby, you know, read another book. Um, and so I went to school, told the teacher, I was like, hey, I finished the book. She was like, you did, how'd you like it? I was like, I loved it, I loved it. Um, do you have another book? So she gave me another book by Mary. And during that year, she probably gave me maybe three books by Mary. And it was through that little series. Um, it was the Magic Tree House, I think it's called. And then it was the titles. And the it was two siblings, they went on adventures. And so I kept reading the book, you know. Mary was the only author that I was able to read from. So I was like, you know, let me just finish her whole series. And I did that. My mom, you know, bought me the rest of the series. It was probably 24 books. And I finished the whole series. And just imagine a kid who struggled um, for years, who was embarrassed uh, from teachers, friends, classmates, because I couldn't say certain words. Um, so I finished the whole series and I was like, oh my God, I can do it. I can do something in life. And, uh, my teacher, she, she was like, you know, Sid, I knew you can do it. Um, and so she started helping me with my writing during, during that, uh, my fourth grade year also. Um, and she just want to like, she, she impacted my life. I need she impacted it severely. Um, yeah, high school hit. Let's talk about high school. So when I was in high school, or before I talk about high school, um, now, um, obviously, I still struggle with my speech impairment issue. It's something I did outgrow um, a lot, but I still, time to time, have... Um, certain words I can't say, certain struggles. We all struggle in life. We all have our flaws. And this is just one of the ones I have. And, you know, when I'm talking to you guys on the podcast, um, yeah, I might stutter a few times. Yeah, I might not be able to pronounce certain words. Um, just know um, I'm trying. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but I did outgrow it a lot. Um, I'm able to, you know, me talking to um, teachers from preschool, from third grade, from fifth grade, high school, uh, me going back to them and talking to them and telling them about my life now, they're like, oh, my God, who are you? And I'm like, you know, it's me. And they're like, oh, my God, you're not that same girl who used to, you know, have the issue. I'm like, oh, wow, you guys all really noticed. Um, it's just not a memory that I'm faking in my my dreams. Um, yeah, but they, they compliment on how I talk, uh, how I've improved my speech incredibly. So high school, uh, ninth grade year, I, I made a few friends. And SpongeBob, you know, was one of my favorite childhood shows. Um, my older brother... Uh, put me onto the show. It's just one of uh, little sibling bonding moments, basically. And so high school hit, and I was telling my friends about the show, 
and obviously everyone heard of the show and if you haven't check it out it's a very good show um but when i was telling them about the show they stopped me midway they were like what's the show called sid and i was like spongebob or that's what i was thinking i was saying i was saying spongebob and i guess the I probably still say uh tell me if I, I still do maybe i need to go in the mirror a few times and practice it again um but i was saying spawn bob and my friend was like sid you're not saying it right and i'm like yes i am and it was that pride right there you know me trying to protect you know this uh, my self-esteem you know i outgrew it i thought you know or i improved impeccably you know from middle school so me going to high school I was like okay you know this is one thing I'm gonna have to outgrow this is one thing I can't struggle with you know there's a whole bunch of new people I have to make a friend somehow so I can't struggle and so she pointed it out and she was like Sid you know you're not saying it right and I was like okay you know maybe I'm not help me say it then and they you know they helped me say it um I hope I'm saying it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, in high school, I was still being bullied. It was kind of a reflection of my elementary years. And every time I start to struggle again um, with my speech impairment issue, it kinda, it's kind of like a rash. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. Um, it kind of it comes back and it's like a rash that reoccurs and if you scratch it if you start bothering it if you're not helping it treating it correctly it's gonna um, get infected it's gonna become something that is you know could have been controlled so when i don't practice my speech when i don't go into the mirror and start saying certain words and practicing them if i don't start reading again if i'm not listening to audiobooks all the tricks that i did um i'll start having the issues again and yeah so another word i couldn't say funny story um still in high school um this is when i was stu i started to drive I, I got my driver's license i was about to get my driver's license so a few years ago and i took me and my siblings and my mom to mcdonald's and we pulled up to the drive-thru and it was raining um my siblings were annoyed they were hungry and my mom was like order them um their food they, they have a like a, a certain order so she was like order the food and so my brother he wanted a certain drink i'm gonna say the word wrong on purpose just to um piss my mom off real quick and then i'll say it correctly <laughs> um and so the worker he was like what type of drink would you want and i was like can i have a root bear and he was like what do you want and i was like a root bear and he was like what and just a, you know it's raining by the way so it's pouring he can't hear me i'm saying it wrong i'm thinking i'm saying it right um and so my mom's like sydney say it right and i'm like what am i not saying right and my siblings are just cracking in the back and i'm like can i have a root bear a root bear <laughs> and he's she's um the worker he was like i don't understand what you want and my mom was like she just wants a root beer can she have can she have a root beer and i was 
you know, it kind of was an awakening, like, hey, I'm still dealing with the issue. Um, and, you know, I, I, and here I go. <laughs> um, no, I haven't practiced, you know, at the time I wasn't practicing um, with, you know, the issue. And so it inflared, it came back. Um, a big excuse I used to tell people, and I still tell people, uh, this is something I believe truly. Um, I was born with a country accent. You know, my family, they're from the South, Louisiana. And I truly believe um, someone who I was raised around gave me a, a Southern accent. And I'm, you know, I say things with, you know, a certain way. Um, so when I said Rubea, you know, I don't know where that came from. I don't even know if that's Southern. But, you know, I was like, hey, you know, that's Southern. In high school, when people would make fun of me, I am like, oh, no, I just have an accent. And my friends would be like, hey, where are you from? And I'm like, from Cali? <laughs> and they're like, okay, you don't have an accent. You're, you're just retarded. I'm like, okay. That's nice. Um, yeah. My speech impairment has, also, uh, has always been an issue. Um, you guys might hear me struggle a few times on here. Um, it's something that I have to constantly work on. It's something that, you know, needs practice. We all have flaws. We all have issues. Um, I know with the social media world that we're in now, we try to hide our flaws. And one thing about me, or I won't even say about me because it's not me anymore. Um, I was always scared to talk. Um, and I said this before, you know, I always had a voice. I was, was shielded of my voice, but, oh, my life's about to die. Um, I was always shielded of my voice, but, uh, I always wanted to use my voice. And then with me having a speech impairment issue, it was, you know, kind of just, it wasn't going together, you know, me wanting to talk, but I couldn't. And then people telling me I can't talk, and I'm like, okay, you know, I just can't do it. You know, it's not going to work. Um, so with me being older, me being an adult, me being able to have full control on whatever I do in life, um, you know, something I'm working on, you know. I used to hide from cameras. I didn't like talking um, in front of people. Or I'll hide or cover my mouth and, you know, think about what I'm about to say before. Um, if I had a speech in class and it was an impromptu, um, I would write down the whole speech before just so I can start practicing the words. And, you know, it's something I struggle with. You know, we all have flaws, like I was just saying. Um, but it's not something I want to hide. It's not something I'm not embarrassed of anymore. Yeah, I have an issue. Yeah, I'm trying to fix it. What's your problem? Um, and maybe this is a, a motivational story. I don't know. Um, but with me dealing with my speech impairment issue as a kid, it kind of switched things around. You know, with me not being talented or having the smarts and English and, you know, my speech language arts, I kind of leaned towards math. And someone told me, you know, the subject, the subject that you are more projected to as a kid uh, is going to switch once you're older. And I never thought, you know, why would English become my favorite subject when I, I struggle in it the most? 
um, once high school hit and, you know, I started getting bullied again, you know, I kind of wanted to change, um, change things. So I had a teacher, I had a teacher and she helped me, um, start writing and I just started writing. I started writing poetry. I started writing novels and I just started writing. And with that, that was one of the biggest things I want to say that helped influence how I talk today. Um, yeah, you know, I'm a published author, a a published poet. Um, you know, I kind of changed my odds. You know, I didn't accept, you know, having this, or I did accept me having a speech issue, but I didn't let it beat me down. You know, it probably hurt my feelings as a kid, but it wasn't something that I I wanted to struggle with um, my whole entire life. It wasn't something, hey, you know, because I'm dealing with this, yeah, I'm struggling with this. This isn't going to stop me, though, becoming who I want to be, simply. Um, And that was just the mentality that I had, you know, once I started reading those Mary books. um, The mentality was like, hey, I tackled this one, I can do the next. And as I grew older, yeah, I can start saying certain words. You know, I can do it. You know, you know, having a voice, creating a podcast, um, having, you know, the opportunity to do all of this. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So to those, you know, who have flaws, we all have flaws. We're all imperfect human beings. You know, it's something that we can't hide from. Um, don't be ashamed, you know. Yeah, kids are mean. We're all, I won't say we've all been bullied before, but we've all been made fun of somehow. Um, if you are dealing with a speech impairment issue, best advice is to talk to yourself in the mirror. People might think you're crazy, but, you know, talk to yourself in the mirror and work on certain words, even if you're just saying your name over and over again. Um, you know... We all have a life to live. Be happy on who you are. You know, God gave us our flaws. God gave us a certain pathway to go on. And, you know, mine was the speech impairment issue. Um, That was one of the big, you know, mountains I had to tackle. And I'm still tackling it. Um, Yeah. You guys love each, love yourselves. So, um, I think that's the the end of, you know, the show. Um, yeah, ways of contacting me, um, story or two, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, um, on my website, com. You can always hit me up on my email. <laughs> Every time I say that, it's funny because, you know, who says that? Um, something 90s kids say. Um Submissions, if you guys want to tell a story, if you guys want me to tell your story and um, help put your voice out there, um, you guys can submit it on my website or submit it through DMs. Um, I would love to have people on the show and tell their stories and let's talk about our journeys through life. Um, Yeah, things I want to leave you guys off with. Love yourselves, you know. The best way to be you is to be you. I think Dr. Seuss says... Nothing is truer than true or something similar to that. But, you know, love yourselves. Don't let the haters um, get to your head. Um, Yeah. 
So sincerely me, thank you guys for tuning in. Bye.